host has spent decades studying the Bible in the original languages. He holds degrees from the University of Wisconsin, Moody Bible Institute, Asbury Theological Seminary, and Bethel Theological Seminary. With the help of some of his friends, in 1994, Dr. Rako founded a national volunteer ministry to hunters. He is an author, dog trainer, and speaker. Tom served as a full-time pastor for 36 years. Now here is your host, Dr. Tom Rako. Thank you for joining us here on the Rock Dove Publications Quilt. During today's program, we're going to see how ducks and geese have shared the good news of Jesus Christ. This is truly an amazing story that I will be sharing from the book, Hunting Miracles, Ancient and Modern. But first, here's Dr. Mercy Sharp sharing from Devotions for Dog Lovers. Whom are you backing? Scripture reading, Proverbs 3. 9 through 10. When a bird dog goes on point, they stop in a statue-like fashion. It's a beautiful sight to behold, especially when a stylish point takes place in a field surrounded by fall colors and a bright blue sky overhead. Even so, there is something even more glorious than seeing a single dog locked on a ring-necked rooster or a grouse, and that's having another dog slam on the brakes, and thereby honor a dog already on point. Instead of just one canine statue, there are now two. This is normally called backing, or honoring, the point of another dog. However, if the second dog fails to honor the first dog's point and continues hunting, it is liable to flush the bird long before the hunter is ready. Now backing is a beautiful thing to the upland game hunter. However, according to the Bible, our lives should serve to back or honor biblical truth. Indeed, the Bible calls us to honor God's commands, covenants, and even individuals in positions of power. Most people are familiar with the command, honor your father and mother, Exodus 20, 12a. Nevertheless, For those who claim the name of Christ, the backing, or honoring, doesn't stop here. During the days of his earthly ministry, Jesus himself warned against merely honoring God with our lips. Quoting from the book of Isaiah, he stated, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Matthew 15, 8 Yes, God is to be honored in every area of our life. People at sporting events sometimes back their favorite team with their bodies by painting their faces a certain color or even writing large letters on bare bellies. Christians are also called to honor God with their bodies, but in a different and, in my opinion, saner fashion. Paul called upon the Christians in Corinth to flee various forms of sexual immorality. He declared, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received of God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 With regard to marriage, the writer of Hebrews warned, Marriage should be honored by all, 
and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Hebrews 13.4 We are called to honor God with our physical bodies. Furthermore, every person who has put their faith in Jesus Christ has a responsibility to back rulers and others who have been placed in positions of authority. Peter pointed out to his readers, Show proper respect to everyone, love the brotherhood of believers, fear God, honor the king. 1 Peter 2.17 The fact is, a dog honoring the point of another dog can bring a great deal of joy to its master. How much more must a believer honoring their maker be a special delight to him? The Lord has promised, Those who honor me I will honor, but those who despise me will be disdained. 1 Samuel 2.30 Friend, let's choose to honor God. Prayer Lord, help me to honor you with my entire body, soul, and spirit. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You can learn more about the book that tells this true story and others. For example, find out how dogs in Bible times were used to fulfill specific prophecies. Discover how some dogs with disabilities did some amazing things. Hear how a dog collected money for orphans. Learn about the first canine to be launched into outer space. Gain insight as to how God is using dogs in our world today and much more. To order your copy of Devotions for Dog Lovers, go to the Rock Dove Publications website at www.rockdove.com. Again, to get your copy of Devotions for Dog Lovers, visit rockdove.com. Migrating Miracles, the Ministry of Jack Miner. Now, Jack Miner is best known by many as a man who was a pioneer in the tagging of waterfall. Yes, his banding research revealed important migration habits of ducks and geese. Nevertheless, it was his creativity in sharing the scriptures, God's word, that has had and continues to have an impact upon eternity. Born in 1865 in the state of Ohio, Jack only had a limited amount of classroom education. However, he eventually became one of the most recognized names in North America. You may have never heard of Jack Miner, but the website of those who helped manage the legacy he left behind reveals that in an earlier day, he was extremely well known. At the time of his death in 1944, the Jack Minor Migratory Bird Foundation website states that Jack Minor, quote, banded over 50,000 wild ducks and 40,000 migratory Canada geese. Several U.S. newspapers rated him fifth best known man on the continent after Ford, Edison, Lindbergh, and Rickenbacker, unquote. While a teenager, Jack moved with his family from the United States to Kingsville, Ontario, Canada. 
It was there in 1904 that he founded the Jack Minor Migratory Bird Sanctuary for the conservation of migrating Canada geese and wild ducks. The sanctuary was remarkable for a number of reasons. Not only did the sanctuary's establishment help inspire countless conservation efforts, but many of the waterfowl that visited the sanctuary wound up becoming missionaries to the world. This came about when Jack Miner began banding ducks and geese with portions of scripture. The bands that were attached to the legs of these birds of the air carried inspired hope and encouragement to far-reaching places. These bands included such passages as, He careth for you, 1 Peter 5, 7. Be not afraid, only believe, Mark 5, 36. And have faith in God, Mark eleven twenty two. In addition, each tag instructed those who'd harvest a goose or duck where to write Jack Minor. In his autobiography, Minor relates how the banding with uh, the scriptures came about. Some of the credit can actually be traced back to a young lady who was part of the Salvation Army. Jack Minor recalled in his book, Wild Goose Jack, quote, One Saturday afternoon in the fall of 1914, I was standing in a shoe store in the town of Kingsville conversing with two gentlemen when a plainly dressed Salvation Army lassie approached us and holding out a small roll said, Buy a calendar, gentlemen, buy a calendar. I happened to be the last one to refuse, but as I shook my head, I glanced at the situation. We three men all wearing good, warm overcoats, and the girl dressed in what I would call a summer suit. I spoke just as she was turning away. She at once whirled, her face beaming with smiles as she held out the paper roll towards me, while I dropped a quarter in her other extended hand and carelessly pushed what she sold me into my outside overcoat pocket. I have never seen her face since, to my knowledge." Unquote. Miter goes on to tell how his wife eventually found in his overcoat the rolled-up picture calendar that contained encouraging Bible passages. She hung this calendar on the dining room wall. Jack Miner found these passages on the calendar to be a profound personal blessing and therefore shared some of them with friends in a booklet at Christmas time. However, it was in an early morning shortly after that, while Jack was tending a fire, when the inspiration for sending out the Bible passages by the birds arrived. Jack explains in his book, quote, Just then I heard the swish of wings of a flock of ducks and their low quacking as they dropped into the pond about 200 feet away. At that moment, one corner of my mind's eye had apparently drifted over to the 365 blessings I had bought off the Salvation Army Lassie for 25 cents, and like a star shooting across the heavens, God's radio said, Stamp those verses on what is now the blank side of your duck and goose tags. Unquote. In less than a week after this wonderful idea came to Jack Miner, he already had birds banded with Bible passages. In a very real sense, what followed these banded waterfall was a wake of migrating miracles. Indeed, the way in which these Bible bands have been and continue to be used is absolutely amazing. This influence has even rippled through to those who never actually saw one of these banded birds. For example, Jack Miner related how one duck shot in Louisiana brought more than three dozen letters due to an article that appeared in a paper. One of the letters he received arrived from an Arkansas state prison. 
Indeed, Jack Minor himself was sometimes surprised at whom the band's influence. He stated, Little did I think, when I stamped that verse on the tag that the duck carried away, that the message would ever find its way into a prison cell and lodge in the heart of a murderer. I first heard about Jack Minor as a 13-year-old boy in May of 1970. A kind lady in the little church I attended in Ithaca, Wisconsin, gave me a thin booklet titled Christ Points Away, a missionary challenge for teenagers. Although I may have read the other articles in the booklet, there was ultimately only one that stuck out to me. This particular article was titled Wing Missionaries and told about the work of Jack Minor in Canada. Now, at the time, I was somewhat religious, but certainly not a Christian. Nevertheless, a story that had to do with both hunting and the Bible was unique and caught my attention. This article told about Jack Minor and a Reverend W.G. Walton, who was an Anglican minister and resident of Fort George, Canada. Walton, who had ministered for decades in the wilderness among the Eskimo and Cree Indians, eventually brought a little bag of bands to Minor. Walton explained that when the natives he was ministering to would harvest a duck or a goose that carried a Bible band, they would bring it to him. Walton would then interpret the various Bible passages which his hearers believed were messages sent from God. As a result of these scripture bands, the good news of Jesus Christ was shared and accepted by many in these rugged and isolated areas. As a young teenager, the creativity of Jack Minor and the thought of God's word being carried by ducks and geese into the wild fascinated me. Nevertheless, the influence of Jack Minor continues on into the present. Many in the modern-day hunting community will recognize the name Night and Hail Legendary Calls. Perhaps you may have even unknowingly used one of their turkey or deer calls. Harold Knight was an original founder of this outdoor-related company and was profoundly influenced by a tagged goose that he harvested. In fact, on the very first goose that Harold Knight ever shot, there was a scripture band on the lake. That particular goose band carried the words of Jesus, which state, Have faith in God, Mark 11.22. Harold was about 11 years old when he, with the help of his grandfather, wrote to Jack Minor, whose address was on the band. Harold Knight points out that this little portion of scripture stamped on that goose band played a big part on making him want to become a Christian. However, something else amazing happened to Harold decades later. Approximately 30 years later, after Harold Knight shot that first goose with a gospel band, he shot another one that also had a Jack Minor band. This second tagged goose carried, get a load of this, the same exact Bible verse which stated, have faith in God. This is especially amazing when in the big scheme of things, one considers just how few geese actually carry such scripture bands. The data released by the Jack Minor Bird Sanctuary website shows that the number of geese tagged with scripture bands by the sanctuary the last couple of decades averages from a few hundred to under 2,000 each year. The chances of shooting one of these geese would be extremely rare. Only God knows what the actual chances are that Harold Knight would shoot a second goose tagged with the exact same Bible verse, Have Faith in God. In an interview with the late Jerry Calouette, who hosted a national radio broadcast called God's Great Outdoors, 
Harold Knight pointed out that shooting this second goose with the same exact scripture band, although he was now a Christian, also had a profound influence on him. Harold Knight believed that this was no mere accident, but rather evidence of God's providence. He believed the creator of the universe was again emphasizing the need to have faith in God, Mark eleven twenty two a When we come back, we'll have some closing remarks. Hunting Miracles, Ancient and Modern, contains true stories of how God has worked in the lives of hunters down through history. This unique work, edited by Dr. Tom Rako, contains true stories by nine different contributors. In Hunting Miracles, readers discover miracles that took place on hunts more than a thousand years ago. See how God has used deer, ducks, geese, and even wood ticks to reveal his power and presence. Be encouraged by how the prayers of desperate hunters have been answered in amazing ways. To order your copy of Hunting Miracles, go to the Rock Dove Publications website at rockdove.com. Again, to get your copy of Hunting Miracles, be sure and visit rockdove.com. We have looked at how God used ducks and geese to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. And if God can use ducks and geese, do you know what? He can use you and he can use me. How might God want to work through your life in a miraculous way? You know, you are creative. And I know that because you have been made in the image of God, the creator of the universe, who created all these things made you, and inside of you, there is a capacity to create and to have creative ideas. Uh, it may not be painting a portrait or or being a musician or something like that, but maybe it's arranging flowers, maybe it's writing. Whatever it is, God has created you with a creative capacity, and uh, I want to encourage you to allow God to use you for his glory. If he can use ducks and geese, he can use you and me. Well, thanks so much for joining us here on the Rock Dove Publications Quill, and we will look at another miracle next time. You've been listening to the Rock Dove Publications podcast with your host, Dr. Tom Rako. This program has also been brought to you by The Quilted Arrow, home of intelligent, stylish, field-bred English pointers with bloodline streams from Hall of Fame champion Guardrail. Thank you so much for listening. Now this is Beth Rako inviting you to join us again next time on the Rock Dove Publications Podcast. <music>